jacket, also tailored dark trousers, and before he sat down I noticed his loafers were Gucci. Because he represented the left bank of the Democratic Party, he didn't wear a tie, his one concession to the blue-collar Marxist revolution crowd. But he wasn't fooling anybody, because the silk jacket cost more than my entire wardrobe of two blue blazers, half a dozen Converse button-down shirts, three pairs of Levi's 501 button flies, and two pairs of Tony Lama cowboy boots. Provolone cheese, I said, staring down at my lunch. Did you know that it comes from Cassili near Mount Vesuvius? It was a staple of the inhabitants of Pompeii. He stuffed his tongue in his cheek, looked at me with intense, unblinking eyes. No, he said. I was not aware. You should be as an Italian-American. Italian and Libyan, if you must know the truth. Mother and father, respectively. Interesting combination. You can enjoy your pasta in the desert. Manja alahu akbar, so to speak. I saw the eyes on Stanley go wide, even if they were masked by sunglasses. He set his shooting hand on his pistol grip, made me tremble with fear. Listen, Mr. Marconi, Keeper, call me Keeper, Your Majesty. Stanley took a step forward. You watch your fucking mouth, pal. That's the Honorable Leon Valenti to you. More tickling of the holstered pistol. Your boys like their guns, I see, I said. Thought you wanted to abolish the Second Amendment. Evil necessity, the very outdated United States Constitution. I patted my ribcage where my forty-five rested. I'm quite fond of my Colt 1911. Makes me feel warm and cozy and free. Governor will be fine, the governor said. Excuse me? You wish to know how to address me, so I'm telling you then over his shoulder. That will be enough, Stanley. Please take your hand off your sidearm. Stanley resumed his solid four-square position up against the wall, the dejection painting his face in the form of red blood blush. I see that I've interrupted your lunch, Valenti went on, but what I have to reveal is of the utmost importance. You want a bite? He cracked a grin. I don't eat that kind of thing, pork products especially. You Jewish? His face was permanently tan, but it turned red at the mere suggestion. I believe in God, he said under his breath. That's about as far as it goes. You probably have a dietitian, someone who cooks for you, at taxpayer expense, of course. Karl Marx had a cook. So did Uncle Joe Stalin and Obama, perks for the public servant. He cocked his head as if to say it comes with the gig. I like to keep fit. Box, mostly. You keep fit, too, I see. I run and lift. Or they used to call it running and lifting until they decided to call it cross-training. Now they call it cross-fit. Tomorrow they'll call it something else like trans-fit, something that won't insult anybody who wants to dispose of their penis. Political correctness is all about human evolution, Keeper, he said proudly, like he invented it. It's the essence of progressivism. I'd rather talk about maxing out on a flat bench. Stanley and Brent can bench 300 pounds. He smiled like he was responsible for that, too. The two goons nodded proudly. Collectively, I said, or individually? Valenti cleared his throat, crossed his legs. Individually, he said, exasperation in his tone. Listen, he added, glancing at his gold wristwatch. Time is tight. I imagine it is your greatness, I said. 
So how can I be of service? Any semblance of a smile was now gone. He looked at me like I was playing some kind of joke on him on the school playground for the entire student body to see. His concave-cheeked face was steely, taut, as if it might explode blood and brain matter all over my sandwich. That would kind of suck. No, that would suck a lot. Danamora Prison, he said, rubbing his pug nose with his fist, kind of like he wanted to pick it with his thumb, but knowing I was watching him, he couldn't risk it. There's been an external breach. You don't say. Don't you look at the news? I have a smartphone. Does everything but make my lunch. For that, I still have to hoof it to Frank's Deli over on Albany Shaker in the North End. We both focused in on my sandwich. I think he actually wanted a bite, but was too afraid to admit it, or too proud over his pork boycott. He was clean-shaven, his hair natty and curly and dyed jet black.